Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Tonight brings WWE SummerSlam, which I attended in 2005 in DC to watch Hulk Hogan beat Shawn Michaels, and again in 2015 in Brooklyn as The Undertaker got revenge against Brock Lesnar and manager Paul Heyman for snapping his WrestleMania undefeated streak. Heyman will similarly serve as Roman Reigns' mouthpiece tonight against John Cena, but here's what Heyman had to say before the Lesnar-Undertaker rematch at SummerSlam 2015. Mr. Heyman, thanks so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. This is not only the founder of ECW and a huge part in WWF slash WWE over the last few years, and now is the mouthpiece, let's say, for Brock Lesnar, the baddest guy in the industry right now. Um... Paul, uh, you guys are going to be headlining SummerSlam here, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker, and this is a huge rematch after Brock breaking the streak. Uh, what's Brock doing to get ready for this? The same thing he did to get ready for WrestleMania 30. <laughs> he's training, he's hunting, he's eating right, uh, he's getting ready to just walk into the ring and destroy The Undertaker. Now, you know The Undertaker, uh, you know, that was a, that was a, a legendary streak that, that he dropped to Brock. Um, you know, he's not going to want to lose again here. Um, is Brock going to really have to up his game? Well, I think The Undertaker is the one that needs to up his game. I don't <laughs> understand why anybody doesn't understand the correlation here. I don't think The Undertaker wanted to lose at WrestleMania 30 either, but he had no choice in the matter. He got his ass kicked by Brock Lesnar. He got beaten by Brock Lesnar. He got beat up by Brock Lesnar. He got victimized by Brock Lesnar. And he got conquered by Brock Lesnar. And the very same thing is going to happen next Sunday at SummerSlam. It's been such a effective concept to have Brock as he's a soft-spoken guy, comes to the ring, kicks ass, and, and leaves the talking to you. How did you come up with the idea to you know that you would be his, his vocal mouthpiece? Because it works really well to have the two of you like that. Because Brock Lesnar is the best at what he does, which is get his hands on people and rip them limb from limb. <laughs> and I'm the best at what I do, which is rip people up on the microphone. So it's just a natural pairing that the both of us understand works for each other. Now, comparing Brock's first run you know, his pre-UFC, pre-NFL run, you know, back when he was headlining WrestleManias with Kurt Angle and, ah, ouch, landing on his head in that crazy awesome uh, shooting star press. Um, but, man, that was a powerful run You when you first introduced him. Compare what it was like uh, when you were first introducing him to an audience to now reintroducing him now that he's kind of a known brand. Um, I always presume that everybody watching television is a first-time viewer, so I feel the need to explain to them who I am, which is why I introduced myself, by the way, yeah. and who Brock is, which is the most accomplished, the most dominant, the most gifted, the most authentic, the most realistic fighter in the history of WWE. He's the only man to hold the NCAA Division I Heavyweight Championship, the UFC Heavyweight Championship, the WWE Heavyweight Championship. He's the only being on the planet to hold two of the three, let alone all three. Yeah. So I don't see any difference in how I present Brock back then as to how I present Brock now, because I always presume that anybody watching is a first-time viewer. Well, that's a good way to do it. And let's pretend that our WTOP listeners are first-time viewers. Um, could you introduce yourself as you usually do? Well, I could. <laughs> May you please, sir. <laughs> oh, sure. I mean, for those of you who don't know, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the beast incarnate, the conqueror, Brock Lesnar, the single most dominant 
sports entertainer, the single most dominant fighter, the single most dominant wrestler, the biggest box office attraction in WWE history, who next Sunday, August 23rd, will arrive at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, and will rip The Undertaker limb from limb, take The Undertaker to Suplex City, beat The Undertaker's ass, victimize The Undertaker, conquer The Undertaker, and rid WWE of The Undertaker permanently right before your very eyes only on the WWE Network. Now, I know you uh, are very partial to Brock in this match, but could you say a little bit of nice about Taker's run, why he was so big to WWE, even though you say his time is up and it's Brock's turn? Well, I, I didn't say that The Undertaker's time is up. <laughs> I think if The Undertaker picked a fight with anybody, anybody right now, The Undertaker would easily win. I don't see anybody being able to stand up to The Undertaker. There's not a man alive right now. <laughs> that can step into the ring with The Undertaker, who's this driven, this focused, and has now something to make up for since he lost at WrestleMania 30. Mm -hmm. The problem is The Undertaker's not fighting a man. He's fighting a beast. <laughs> he's fighting a conqueror. Yeah. He's fighting a once-in-a-lifetime athlete named Brock Lesnar. So it's no slight to The Undertaker that he's going to get his ass kicked by Brock <laughs> Lesnar. Any human being that steps into the ring with Brock Lesnar is going to get their ass kicked. It's not even a fair fight. <laughs> it's true. Um, how's the cards shaking out? Are you guys going to be the headliner? Or is it going to be Cena Rollins? Are they going to be your undercard since that's the title match, or are they going to get to go last? How's it shaking out? I don't know. I, if, I, if I was in that locker room, I'd never want to follow Brock Lesnar. <laughs> what about that match? Why should we look forward to that match as well, the Cena Rollins? Well, I mean, it's a double title match. It's a pretty interesting situation where one man's going to walk out with both the undisputed WWE Heavyweight Championship of the World and the U.S. Championship. So, I mean, it, it, it's certainly not a match with just typical stakes on the line. Mm -hmm. It's a match with both titles on the line, which I think is a unique situation with two of the top stars of, of not only the past year, but of the past decade. Absolutely. Um, and I got to ask you about, on the on uh, Steve Austin's podcast, you had, had some fighting words there for him with a possible WrestleMania match. I know you're not going to, uh, you know, there's nothing said or anything like that, but is that something that you guys would still be interested in? I would always be interested in anything involving Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think he's made it very clear that he's never going to wrestle again, <laughs> so that's off the table. Mm. But anything involving Steve Austin, to me, is always very interesting. So how did, how did that, you know, explode a little on his podcast there? How did that come up? Because we were given extra time after the hour that we were allotted. <laughs> no one was giving us any cue to wrap up. <laughs> he was finished with his questions. I had a few of my own. Uh, and one of them was, what, what would it take to fight Brock Lesnar in WrestleMania, which is yeah. Brock Lesnar's advocate. I thought was a very logical question. I did not expect to get that answer from Steve, nor did he expect to get the question from me. <laughs> I think he snapped back into that old Austin mode immediately. It was, be it was beautiful to watch that happen. Um, I know he basically said he's not going to fight anymore. Was, was part of you deep down hoping that would snap him back into wanting to do it one last time? Of course. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Absolutely. That would be a dream match. And it's in Texas. See, I don't care if it's in Timbuktu. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> talking about. He's a global superstar. Just because it's in Texas doesn't make it any bigger. It may make it bigger for him personally, yeah. but for the general public, you know, I don't think either Muhammad Ali or Joe Frazier were from Manila, but 
<laughs> that match is still talked about today. As a thriller. Now, uh, what about you personally? Are you Jason? Uh, yeah, Jason. I am sorry to jump in. Uh, we do have to wind up, so if we can make a final question. Yeah, I'll do my. I'll do the last question here, Paul. Thanks, if you don't man. mind. So, Paul. Oh my God, was that God? I think it was the voice, either that or Vince McMahon. <laughs> the same difference, right? Who was that person? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was. You should ask him how the match is going to go if it was God. But um, are you happy? What makes you think God is the one that we're going to listen to in terms of how that match is going to go down? So you think Brock could even defy God and beat The Undertaker? Well, he did at WrestleMania 30, didn't he? <laughs> That's true. Well, before we wrapped up, I just wanted to ask, you know, you did so much for the business, founding ECW, and then, you know, when they had, you guys had your little invasion angle in the WWE. But are you happy where you are now in terms of uh, your role in the WWE now? Like, I know you took some time off, and now you're back. Are you really in your sweet spot now? Ecstatic. Yeah. Exhilarated. Having the time of my life. Well, that's great because no one, no one can do the mic like you. So, so keep up the good work, and I will be there. My buddy and I are road tripping to Brooklyn, and we're gonna watch this thing, man. Oh, that makes it even bigger for me now. <laughs> Just because you'll be there, I need to go tell Brock. Yeah, go tell him right now that WTOP oh, will be there. Be there. Oh, he'll be so happy. <laughs> All right, hey guys, Paul Heyman, aka Paulie, dangerously here on WTOP. Thanks so much for taking the time. Pleasure's all mine. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.